Good morning and welcome to the Automation Morning Show for Tuesday, October 24th, 2023. My name is Sean Tierney from Insights and Automation and this is a show where I cover what's new and happening in industrial automation. And I'm just going to pivot over here. We do have the chat up, so if you're catching us live here at 7.28 in the morning, you can uh, chat with us. Also checking to make sure the camera's uh, lined up and we got audio, so everything seems to be looking good. I do see uh, Sam saying hi in the chat, so I want to say hi to Sam. And uh, with that, um, I want to just uh, remind uh, new any of new audience members that um, every link we've covered in all 130 plus episodes for this year, you will find at automate.news, right? No www.no.com, it's just automate.news. And with that, I do want to thank our sponsor for today, Siemens. You can see here I got their IPC MD34A page up. This is their new high-end uh, tablet PC, which we're going to be testing out this week. I can't wait to open it up and test it out. Um, it's it's an i5, so it's not like a wimpy, uh, you know, Atom processor or something like that. So really looking forward to trying uh, TIA Portal and Studio 5000 and maybe even a game, an automation game on it. So with that, we're going to go ahead and jump right into the news here. And this morning, Rockwell announced that they signed an agreement to acquire Verve Industrial Protection. This was probably yesterday afternoon. But in any case, I found it this morning. Um, I had never heard of Verve. I'm like, who is Verve? So I went over to their website. And uh, from reading their website, it looks like they provide software security solutions. So it's a software-based application that gives you endpoint security. So for your IT, for your OT in your ICS system. So look like a very interesting uh, uh, software uh, package that can um, do this for you. I didn't dig too deeply into this, but if you're interested in learning more about them, uh, I will include both links to Rockwell's press release and to the Verve site over at automate.news later today. And with that, we go over to another press release. This one is from KUKA, and they're talking about uh, their 125th anniversary. We talked about that at the beginning of the year. And they're talking about all the things that get planned for European Robot Week. So if you are either a fan of robots or a fan of KUKA, check that out. I'll include a link to that press release as well. And from there, we go over the pills. Now, they have a new article about how they're working with ePlan. They've been with uh, a partner with ePlan for a few years now. And, uh, you know, they're trying to get the word out that if you're using ePlan, then um, you got your pills products are in there, right? So including macros, article data, and 3D control cabinet macros as well. So uh, if you're using pills or plan to use pills and you have ePlan, they're good to go. From there, we go over to our featured product of today. And you can see here on the widescreen, I have all the PLC5s laid out that we have so far. I think we got one or, more, one or two coming in. Um, you can see this is an Ethernet sidecar. I'm waiting on the MAUs to test those out. And then um, I can't wait to start filming this course. And let me go back to the screen here. Um, you may you may be asking a couple of questions. Number one, why do I have so many? Well, one of the things at the automation school, we focus um, early in the course on identifying hardware and understanding the differences. In my 30 plus years, I don't know how many times people have asked me, can I replace this with that? Or what's the difference between this and that? So we go through the hardware, unlike a lot of other online training courses, we go through it in gory detail. The other reason why we have picked up so many of these is we will be opening a in-person training center in the spring, spring to summer, depends on, uh, we're, we're thinking April timeframe. So um, we'll need to have multiple units to be able to have people do hands-on with them. And so we get a lot of chassis, we get a lot of IO, 
And uh, so um, we'll be doing hands-on with the PLC-5 in the spring. Of course, that's a lot more expensive than just doing the online course. And I should mention that this, while this is on a pre-order sale, this course, um, it's not going to be on pre-order sale forever. So if you know anybody who needs PLC-5 training, these things run forever. <laughs> they don't usually die. Um, you definitely want to uh, pick it up while it's on sale. It's like 60% off. So with that, we go over to a couple of new products from SMC. Now, uh, I thought these were very interesting. The first one is an electric actuator. Now, this is their large slider type, belt-driven. And uh, so I'll just give you some of the max loads here. 240 kilograms, right? Up to a uh, stroke, up to 3,000 millimeters. Okay, max speed up to 4,000 millimeters per second. And max XLD cell up to 20,000 millimeters per second squared. So this, this guy can move some loads, right? And if you're listening and not watching, this is the LETX 11 series. And then we had another, a compact slide they announced. And you know, SMC is known for constantly re-engineering and making their products better and better, right? So you can see here on this compact slide line, um, this is their MXH2 series. You can see that they've, uh, you know, They've reduced the uh, table displacement by 48%. They have other reductions of uh, roll up to 90%. And so you can see this new product or updated product line here. And a very interesting product and um, some great enhancements in this latest revision of it. That's one of the things I really like about SMC. They're constantly improving their products and typically no price increase there. I did see a new chat come in and it's Bush. Say hi to Bush, good morning. And uh, from there, we'll go over to SICK. Now, SICK uh, had an announcement about their um, 3D object detection software. Okay, so I usually think of SICK as, you know, sensors, right? But uh, this software apparently can be used with AGVs or AMRs to detect objects, right? And it has up to 16 detection fields it can process. So very interesting stuff. If, you're in, if you need to do some 3D uh, object detection, um, definitely want to check this out. Um, you know, typically we're thinking about, I'm thinking about hardware, but this, this is software that you can plug into your hardware and do that type of 3D detection. From there, we go over the Sinos. I know I'm probably saying that wrong, or Sinkos. And uh, they're highlighting their new industrial PCs. This is a line of slim, very low pro profile chassis, which they think is perfect for AMRs and HEVs. And so you can see them here. If you're looking for a low profile industrial PC, I know a lot of companies have them, but they just announced, they were just announcing and highlighting this today. So I wanted to bring it up on the news. Of course, they're showing here, they're highlighting the Elkhart Lake chipset and how much faster it is than the old Apollo Lake. So uh, you can see that detail here. Some of these actually have built-in I.O. So uh, if you have an application that needs to uh, control I.O. directly without going through a programmable controller, some of them you can get a 4G LTE built-in um, and so on. So you can see all the specs there. From there, we go over to our highlighted guide of this week. And this week, we're highlighting the S7-1500 guide. Now, if you're wondering, how do you get to our free guides? Just go to automationblog.com, theautomationblog.com, and click on Guides. And so in the S7-1500 guide, I thought we would highlight the S7-1500. It's like an introductory kind of overview. This is uh, an interview I did with Jim Wilmot of Siemens. And he really did a great job going through the entire line um, you know, the I.O. and the, uh, you know, the, the ET200 MPIO, the S7-1500s. We actually have another episode where we talk to, talk about motion control. 
But uh, I think Jim did a great job on this. This is episode 80, if you're listening. So the episode 80 of the podcast. And uh, one thing to know, whenever you're in any of the articles or videos um, up at theautomationblog.com, that's part of a guide, you will see this mini guide here on the right. So you can uh, go through the different, this is a p- three pages long, but you'll see listed uh, in uh, numerical order. And I did, I did spend the time to try to order them from finding your distributor to like advanced topics to, you know, what's new as we go through the years. You know, there's um, like with some of the Rockwell stuff, we have what's new going all the way back to 2013. So, uh, and actually before that, because I brought in all the stuff from my original 1999 uh, website. So in any case, uh, that, is the, uh, that is the guide highlight for today. With that, I uh, just uh, wanted to talk to you about the automation podcast a little bit here. Here you can see the page with all our previous episodes. Um, yesterday, I edited our uh, podcast with uh, Schneider Electric, talking about their Harmony HMIs. I really thought, like I didn't know anything about their HMI line going in and leaving it. I thought that uh, Thomas did a great job explaining you know, their line and helped me understand it. Pretty cool stuff. They got some really cool stuff. So that should be going out tomorrow at 3.30. And then following that, I sat down with John from Siemens. Again, he's been on the show many times. And we talked about TIA Portal in the cloud. Very cool stuff there. We also talked about subscriptions and whatnot. And uh, I have not edited that yet, but I, from my memory from recording, it was really good. And then um, the one after that, so we do all the commercial free ones, sponsored ones first, and then the, the freebies that uh, we won't be doing next year, but the freebies we, we've done this year will fall after those. And um, the ones, the one after that, that's also going to be commercial free is with Red Lion. And it talks about uh, 62443 and zones and conduits and their Rack 10C, which I know we've covered on the show before, device that makes it really simple just to, to divide up those zones and, and uh, set up conduits between different zones. So very interesting stuff. we get some good shows coming up. Also have uh, for Thanksgiving week, I know a lot of people tune out Thanksgiving week. I have a great interview with... Uh, um, one of our previous guests, I won't spoil it right now, but we talk about manufacturing local. So maybe I just gave it away, but in any case, really look forward to that. That was a great conversation. I also am scheduled to get together with uh, an industry veteran just to have a chat back and forth uh, the week before Christmas and then Christmas week, I will probably do, um, my usually year end roundup kind of talk about, you know, how we did, which shows were the best, which blogs were the best, which videos were the best. And then uh, the week of Automation Fair, I'm, I'm planning on doing something from Automation Fair. That may change. Um, if somebody wants to sponsor a show that week, then we'll, we'll, we'll let that show go to a sponsor. But um, I plan on doing a lot of recording. And I'm going to try to do the morning show, too, there from there, from the, from the hotel. And uh, we'll just see how things go. But in any case, back to the news. So um, this article, speaking about, uh, you know, 62443 and cybersecurity and zones and conduits, this this morning I found an excellent article over on the ISA's website, automation.com, where they're talking about OT and ICS cybersecurity. And uh, this was written by uh, a fellow over at um, Cisco. And, you know, a lot of times these articles, you can tell they're IT people, they don't really understand our industry. Not so. This was actually a very, very good and lengthy article. And I'm actually going to give it the EDU tag over at, because I thought it was so educational as well, over at automate.news. But an excellent article on cybersecurity. Excellent article uh, broaching the topics of zone, zones and conduits, right? And also, you know, they work in 62443. But one of the the things that they talk about that I haven't really talked about on the show before is uh, deep 
packet inspection, all right, DPI, and uh, that's not uh, um, DPI display pixels per inch. No, it's deep packet inspection. And um, where they really talk about that and give you an understanding of why that's important and why it's important to have that feature built into your industrial switch. So something new for me, I never really spent any time with DPI on that side, on cybersecurity side. So uh, kudos to Cisco for what I thought was a very approachable article too. It's not too heady where the average uh, controls engineer is not going to get it. I thought they really did a good job. Lots of pictures in here and I uh, really enjoyed reading this article. Now this at the bottom, they linked to a whole magazine they had come out last month that had a bunch of articles like this in it. I did not review that. But in any case, uh, I think this, this was exceptionally well done article and I highly recommend checking it out if you're, you're into uh, cybersecurity. So from there, we go over to a white paper. This is optimizing servo motor selection. Let me start over. This is from Electromate and it's entitled Optimizing Servo Motor Selection for Consistent Load Handling. I don't know if that came out any better, but in any case, um, this is actually a seven page uh, article. I did not read it this morning, just ran out of time. But if you're interested in servo motors, especially when it relates to uh, robotics, um, this, this uh, white paper is available now. From there, we go over to events and I didn't see this one coming, but it was, I think it was just recently posted. Exida has a, a new webinar out tomorrow. Um, and this is, has to do with FMEA. So that's in that machine safety space. So if you're interested in that, it is tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Eastern. Okay, so I'll put the link over at automate.news automate later this morning. With that, we're over at two publications. And uh, this morning we have a publication from Siemens at 700 pages. And this is the operating instructions for the Cinematics DCM control module. So um, yeah, beefy, beefy manual right there, 700 pages. And then in our science and technology section, I found this great article over at IEEE Spectrum about IBM's new North Pole AI chip. And it was very interesting. If you're following AI and developments, this thing is, they say it's 22 times faster than the current NVIDIA V100 GPU. So um, this is really going to, uh, you know, reduce the bottlenecks in machine learning and processing, uh, that type of information. They also say, with this much processing power, you'll have less training required because um, you'll be able to do more calculations, right? So you get less things wrong. So uh, in any case, um, very interesting article. If you're following AI and AI chip design, um, you never know, these things can stop making them way, their way into our world. Like we've already seen machine learning built into so many different products that we use. Um, from there, uh, I just want to thank Siemens again for sponsoring this morning's show. And uh, really appreciate that. If you see your Siemens rep, tell them thank you. Thank you for sponsoring Insights and Automation. And uh, of course, if you think I missed any news today, and I, I look at over 200 websites every morning, um, please let me know. Just click on the news link. Or if you think I got something wrong, you want to chime in, or you just have an opinion, or you want to recommend something, you can use the talkback link. And I uh, also want to thank everybody who's following us over at automation.locals.com. We picked up a half dozen people overnight. So thank you. This is where you can follow us for free at automation.locals.com or uh, for the price of one cup of coffee a month, you can ask me questions about anything. If I know the answer, I'll definitely share it with you. And from there, I do want to thank folks. I haven't looked at all the recent orders that came in yesterday or over the weekend, but I want to thank everybody who picked up a copy of my eBooks or my video collections or my coffee cups of t-shirts. Really appreciate you guys 
for uh, supporting us. Every every penny of profit goes right back into the site and show. And with that, just a final reminder: if you're new to the show, then you should want you probably want to know that every link we cover is up at automate.news. Okay, no www, no .com, automate.news. I do want to thank Ragent and Onlogic for sponsoring their recent episodes of the Automation Podcast. If you haven't heard them, they were both pretty excellent, and I really enjoyed interviewing both companies. We also have SoftLogics as well. Uh, SoftLogics. <laughs> we also have Soft PLC, which also was a very fun and excellent. I know some of you have reached out to these companies already asking for more information. I really appreciate that. When you do, just mention, hey, I heard you on the Automation Podcast. It hugely helps us. And uh, let me go to the chat. I saw some more chats come in. We have uh, Singh saying uh, good evening. He's overseas. And we have Frank. Good morning, Frank. Good to see you again. He's out in the West Coast. So with that, we're going to wrap it up here. I want to wish you all an awesome day, a courageous day, and a fearless day. And until next time, my friends, peace. <laughs>